Hey, Redline Radio listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend, and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days, and then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. Okay, so let's just peel back because you obviously you went to the game today. And for those of you who, who aren't following the White Sox spring training schedule during the course of your work day on a Wednesday afternoon, <laughs> you you missed a, you missed a show today. Let's be honest, you missed a show. And Mankata was what four for four. Mankata's a guy Boston gave up for Chris Sale to remind everybody who who's just joining the show now because you're a great listener. And Mankata goes four for four. Three for three with a walk. Okay, he gets on base four out of four fucking times. I was at work, Dave. What were you doing? Watching the game. You're right. So what else did you like, Dave? <laughs> Robert. I mean, he was down in the count 0-2, and he was taking pitches that he didn't want to swing at, and he worked a walk, and then he sat on a pitch and hit it out of the park. Um, Carlos Sanchez is turning into a nice little ball player. All right, one, 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 pl- one player at a time. Again. One player at a time, because I can't remember what you just said about Robert. He took a couple pitches on 0-2, worked his way back into a bat. That's obviously positive. Who is pitching? Uh, Homer Bailey. That guy fucking stinks, Dave. Blows. He's not good. It's He's not good, but we're talking about a guy who's never seen big league pitching before. He was playing in Sandlots a year and ago. You're not, and Sandlots. now you're calling. Dude, don't, do not confuse March 7th Homer Bailey with big league pitching. <laughs> All right. Can we at least can we at least promise each other that? Because I, I want to partner with you. I want to listen to you. But we know for a fucking fact that Homer Bailey is not a big league pitcher on March 7th. Yeah, he's not a big league pitcher. But Dude, he I ain't mean, a big league pitcher on June 7th. That's not that's not who he hit the bomb off of, by the way. Um, who he hit the bomb off of, I'll be the first to admit, I d- wasn't there. I left in at bat or two beforehand because I needed to fly home so we could record tonight. I'm a good team player like that. Dude, you're actually in Scottsdale. I'm coming to Scottsdale on Sunday to see you. True or false? True. So don't... We're set up in Casa de Carlo right now, and you're, you're called. You're patched in. Patched in. Yeah, yep. you didn't. You left the game early because what was the real reason? You had to, you had to take a dump, didn't you? No, I. Well, because you mean, don't take you don't dump it. You would not, would you? Are you a pub? Could you? Because I don't think this isn't taking a public dump. This is a baseball stadium dump. That's not a public dump. That's not a Starbucks dump. That's not a work dump. That's not a school dump. A what baseball are you talking sp- about? Right I'm now. talking about you taking a shit. I think you left the. I think you left the game early because you had to take a shit, and you don't shit at baseball stadiums. And I'm curious if you actually do. No, I. I don't. My body. I need to be on my home turf. Ozzy, are you asking if Dave there's, would? No, there's no way you would. There, no, you would I not. Yeah, no. you wouldn't. I need to get I comfortable. Would. Yeah, I obviously you would? would. Yeah, fuck yeah. 
even a 90 degree day minor league stadium because that's a, that's different than public yeah I, let's not confuse this okay i'm a baseball guy all right i'll take wherever i need to take it like i gotta take a dump i gotta take a dump it is what it is all right dave back to the game Back to the game. Well, okay, we're, I'll remind that, you. You were talking right. about Carlos Sanchez right after you got done beating off Luis Robert. Uh, he just roped the ball all over the park today. He hit a bomb, another double. Uh, he, he was at least three for three when I left. And Carlos Sanchez, <laughs> at least. not a high ceiling guy, yeah. but a guy that, I mean, if you're a war guy, I'm not really totally a war guy. He was worth three oh. war last year. Yeah. And, I mean, he's a guy that can play any infield position. He could probably play a corner outfield position in an absolute, you know, dire pinch. But, yeah. I mean, that's a guy that's like, all right, he's not flashy at all like, a, you know, a Javi Baez. But he's yeah, – I'll, I'll compare him to a, uh, a Ian Happ without – near the power, obviously. Yeah. Someone who can play like, any position. He's like Ian Happ without his best guy. tool. So, you know, I mean, Dave – it's like you, you, you're boxing White Sox fans into a corner here with these ridi- ridiculous expectations. That's my, that's my knee-jerk reaction right now. I want some reasonableness from you. I want sense. I mean, I'm not asking for the world, am I? You can't compare him to Ian Happ. Ian Happ is showing everyone right now that he's a leadoff hitter. What's Fred saying? Best nine. He, he's a leadoff hitter. Put him in right field. Don't Carlos Sanchez, what number is he? Five? Is he number five? Yeah, yeah I think he's number five. He's a good player. I mean, I, he, you, yeah, he's a you solid know. player. You need players I, I like that. You need guys yeah. like that. You know, he's a poor man's Ian Happy. Somewhere, someone who can play anywhere on the field in a pinch. And how about this? If you guys are going to surprise anyone this year, like he's a guy who's going to have to play a little bit better than typical. But you need a guy like that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But at the same time, if you guys still want to go out and lose sixty-six games this year, you also need a guy like that. Do you know what I mean? Like in the right, just don't play him too much. No, ideally, he's a guy that plays, you know, he starts 80, 90 games a year around the diamond and gets three, 400 at-bats tops yeah. and goes and plays. He plays great <laughs> defensive player all around. I think a better comparison would be. He guys like that. That's what the Cubs have built their success on, depth. Yeah, He's depth a poor man's depth. Ben Zobris. That would be a better comparison. See, that I'll would be better. That. I'll listen to that. I won't sit here and spin some, some web of lies about Ian Happ right now. As, as Ian Happ is absolutely roasting major major league pitching, Dave, because he's leading off, and so he's got to hit against all these. He's got to face the starters. Mm-hmm. He looks awesome. God, he's such a ball player. And skinny-ass Schwarber. Let's just talk about that for a second, because I've had a chance tonight to watch. So this is like the third time or second time the Cubs have been actually on – television to watch the spring training game so i got to tune in tonight i have a couple observations i'd like to share dave okay okay i'm all yours skinny ass schwarber kyle schwarber and he is skinny ass schwarber from here on out as long as he looks as good as he does 32 waistline everything like legs out a. I mean i want to call an infield single but jason kipnis is playing in shallow right center but he fucking legs it out and steals second base kyle schwarber and then scores on a on a on a air Kyle Schwarber, lagging it out, swiping a bag, scoring from second. So you were just giving Dave shit for getting a little too excited. What does yeah, that mean that, for the regular season, though? I was just though? about to Dude. say that exact same thing. Dude, like, hold on a second, though. Hold on a second, though. Of, Is he going to be uh, swiping bags though. in July? It, did, I just compare, did I just compare Kyle Schwarber to, like, Barry Bonds or something? No. I'm not making any con- I'm just no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's totally interpretation on your part. What I'm doing is relaying facts, and these facts are as such. 
Kyle Schwarber legged out again a fucking infield single. However you want to say it. Kyle Schwarber then stole second base. Okay, fact. Then scored from second on a single. Infield single, throwing air, something like that. I don't know. Wasn't a double. He was hustling. Can I follow that fact up with a question? He's our left fielder, yes. Is he doing that in July? No, probably not. But I don't want him doing it in July. You know what I want him doing in July? I want him fucking swatting Yabos and making reservations. Okay? I want him at RPM Steak at 11 o'clock with a smoke piece on his right, Jessica Bryant on his left, and Chris Bryant sitting across eye-to-eye talking about how they just absolutely teabagged the St. Louis Cardinals in a doubleheader. That's what I want. And so to that extent, I hope Kyle Schwarber doesn't feel the need to be out there swiping bags and legging out in field singles. Ideally, he's not hitting the ball on the ground. Let's talk about that for a second. Hit the ball on the ground. Trevor Bauer's a good pitcher, though. We're going to talk about him later. Ozzy. Tease some segments for you. Okay, here's the second observation, Dave. And we're going to cover some of this other stuff. We've got a lot of questions we're going to go through, but I can't, I can't take the chance that I don't have an, an opportunity to control a narrative around how good Albert Elmora looks. Jesus fucking Christ. I was just talking to someone at work about him today. Oh, he is my God. such a good baseball player. Dude, he is. He hit a bomb tonight off Trevor Bauer that is in the f- Gulf of fucking Mexico right now. But it's <laughs> not just how far it went. It's how it Dude, looked. He looked. It's how he looked. He looks like, uh, honestly, he looks like he's 30 years old. He looks like he's 30 years old, like he just signed a six-year, $120 million deal to be somebody's center fielder and three-hitter. He's got the chain. He's got, like, the, 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 the arm sleeve. Just so big league, man. And he's really, like, I mean, physically, I think he's matured big time. Now, he does actually look like he's taking some steroids, if we're being honest. And he is from the South, what, South Florida area? Yep. Which is the hot he's guy. So I'm not, So I'm not pointing fingers. I am saying, though, that if, if your guy is good and competitive as Elmora and maybe you haven't played as much as you wanted You're trying to, to win a job. And this is an opportunity for you to win a job, and a couple of your buddies know a guy, and they know a guy, and that guy's Alex Rodriguez, and he pioneered steroids. Basically, not really. Just did a good job with it. Like, is it that <laughs> ridiculous to think Albert Elmora juice? He looks so good. He looks different. He does. His face is big. They took his helmet off in the dugout. I was like, that's a big head. That's the steroid guy. And, Dave, what do we know about steroids? I mean, besides the fact that we love them. And they're awesome. I mean, evidence. Albert Elmore yeah. hitting a ball 475 feet. Ozzy, would you do roids if you could do that? In a heartbeat. Listener, would you? Yes. Viewer, would you? Yes. This is simple. This is easy fucking stuff. All right, so let's get in the show. We have questions, Dave. I asked. The people answered. And, and I really want to tap into kind of your expertise on this. And when I say your expertise, I mean, Dave, let's be honest. I mean, your expertise. Is that cool? That's more than cool, Michael. Okay. So first question is recently a graphic was published on Twitter that went around. I'm not going to say it was viral, but a lot of people were sharing it. I think you saw it last night and it was showing basically ticket resale prices, Ozzy. Is that correct? And yeah, the, that the was Cubs, my ex- uh, uh, Not yet, buddy. I'm going to cut you loose. I'm going to cut you loose, but let me finish this one off. The Cubs were uh, had the highest ticket resale price at $150, which was approximately 50% higher than second place, which was the Yankees at $107. And dead last, I just did that math in my head, by the way, Ozzy, you like that? I did. Dead last was the White Sox at $30. Dave, your commentary, go. I mean, it's a stupid fucking chart. And first of all, I... 
the guy who sent that to you is my like little league baseball coach. I've known him my whole life. He is listening to this show right now with his son Joe. I know they are. What's up, Mike? And they've become internet trolls. So Mike Foltz and Joe Foltz, you are that you're a little troll under the internet bridge right now. Um, as for the average resale, speaking of price, bridges, Dave, I mean this doesn't shock me at all. What really surprised me is that the Dodgers were like uh, right there with the Sox, basically, and that the Reds were the second best team in baseball or something. So what is this? Fit, what fit. is this? chart even me it's about the market and demand the quality of fan i mean it represents the secondary market for for tickets what, what do yeah you not i understand, understand that but you're telling me that the cincinnati reds have like the second best secondary market demand for their ticket i'm telling you that chart's bullshit i would say the data reflects as such dave quote unquote not a big war guy what the, who are you who isn't a big war guy at this point what, what more evidence do you need you said that earlier, and now I'm kind of pissed. This is how I get. Like, you say it, seed's planted, now I'm bringing it up later, and I'm pissed. the fuck did that mean? I meant – I didn't mean you. I meant if one is a war guy, like if the general population Yeah, is and I'm saying war. you identified yourself as a non-war – you know what? Let's just skip it. I'm over it. Okay, next question. This is from a guy named Prince Edward, Ed P. on Twitter. Thank you. He says, Dear Carl – that's funny – Dear Carl, Rick Hahn has yet to draft anyone good, period. Why are Sox fans, in general, so quick to anoint him as the newest great GM? Question mark. Dave. Well, that's I'll just go and prove him wrong right off the bat. They drafted Alec Hansen, who led the entire minor leagues in strikeouts last year in the second round. Okay. They identified him out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I, I'm... You didn't I, like that I question, did you? You didn't like that one, Carson did you? Palmer, I I loved the pick at the time, and there was and, and his stuff has just fallen off a table. He was much better when he was at Vanderbilt. He threw harder. His fastball had more life. Okay. He had a sharper breaking pitch. Okay. I don't know what happened. He stinks. All right, Oscar Jake music. Berger, I'm gonna start playing the Oscar music on you when you get into these scouting report tangents. And this is how we look <laughs> down at the end of the night. We're like, how how do we get to 58 minutes? It's like, and then we go back. We listen to the tape and Dave. We know they're good, all right? Just say this guy's really fucking good because I got to ask you this next question because I got to hear what you have to say about this because this is actually this is where I want to go with you because this is where I think you're at your best. This is a great question. Okay, so this guy says, this is from Matt Ebbs. Thanks, Matt. He goes, okay, so I've been reading a lot from Cubs reporters about how big the additions of Brian Butterfield and Will Venable are going to be. Question. Can a first or third base coach really make that big of a difference? Dave. I mean, you lived through the wave in Wendell Kim years. May he rest <laughs> in peace. He died? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it can. It can win yeah. or lose baseball games. Yeah, yeah right? I mean, I, I, I want to know, purely as a baseball guy, like, could you – could you blame? What about the first base coach lumping him? All right, him I'll in? tell you. Like, this. can I'll we at least this. can I, we at least differentiate between being a first base coach, which is like you're the guy who knows a guy, like that's the first base coach guy in your group of friends. Like he's the guy who like just he knows a guy. Hey, he's very the guy who's yelling. Very cool. Yeah. Very fucking calm. You know, like hey, can you hold this? Not a problem. <laughs> Gives you a little you know, fist like, bump. Yeah, like Gives you a little fist bump when you yeah, get the first. But like. If you needed something, your first base coach is probably going to take care of you the quickest. And he's probably like, if you needed something out of the coaching staff, I would go to the first base coach. I'd be like, hey, man. He's like the guy. He's got like a bunch of pent up estrogen or something. And here's like the other the thing. Mom, is, the mom of the dugout. 
he needs he like needs that because he ain't doing shit else. He's got that nurturing, right? Like that nurturing mm-hmm. stigma about him. Yeah, that's like well, a, I'll tell oh, you, dude. I'll it's tell like you a this. complex. I'm gonna as start calling Dave. You have guy, a first base coach I complex. I step on a baseball field as we speak and be a third base or first base coach. I'm gonna say no to third base in the league. I'm gonna say no to third base. I'm gonna attest to your um, um, lack of focus. It'd probably be one way to put it. Would you do steroids though if you were? A third base coach? No, Dave. If you were the center field, yeah, the third base coach. Like what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, if yeah, you got to yeah, rip those why, I mean, why wouldn't I? <laughs> hey, on the subject, I of threw which, the question Dave, right back at you. I pop a doctor right there. I don't know what that means. I'm looking. At, Ozzy, you know what that means? Yeah, that's it's a from pop eight culture mile. reference, yeah. and of course, Ozzy knows what it means. But oh. go on. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear Ozzy explain. What does Papa Doc mean? Have you seen Eight Mile? Yeah, I have, like a couple times. So you know how at the final battle when Eminem says <laughs> the final battle. That's funny. The final rap battle. Saw, yeah. Like, battle. Yeah. Yeah. So when Eminem says that, yeah, I do live in a trailer with my mom. Yeah, and he says like everything that. Oh, he Papa Doc it. would yeah. yeah. Would use against him, but uh-huh. he says it first. That's yeah. what Papa Doc means. Okay, Papa Doc. Yeah. Okay, but it's a Papa Doc. All right. I feel like some people I don't know how learned that. Like I don't some know people who fit. are listening right now, like I'm not the only one who's learning this right now. Like, I'm the majority pretty sure you're the only one on I think Earth you are. Who really? Know that I think so. I'm not deleting this either. I want the not. people to speak. Let me know. All right, Dave. We got some more questions for you. How you feeling? I'm on a roll right now. Yeah. Let's keep the ball rolling. Okay. Next question is. Will Sox fans be aggressively pining for the team to bring up their young prospects, even though it jeopardizes their future? This is written poorly. Even though it jeopardizes their future control, i.e., Chris Bryant with Cubs. Who wrote that? Uh, well, A R B R Balthy. First of all, Chris Bryant was absolutely destroying the AAA Iowa Cubs, or whatever. Second of all, Rick Hahn has said this time and time and time again. The good ones have a way of forcing your issue. The organization has a timeline for each player specifically. And if they supersede their like what they're expected to do, then they'll move up. If they reach organizational goals that have been set, then they'll move up. And that goes through every uh, team in the organization until they reach the big leagues. So, I mean... There's, they're not going to rush them, but the good ones, like Rickon says, force the, force the matter. Yes. Yeah. Which is what Mike Kopech and Eloy Jimenez are going to do this season. Yeah, I mean they're big, they're big leaguers. You know, I you're you're very serious right now. Are you feeling that, Ozzy? He's just, intense. I think intense yeah, is the word. Like there's this great. What happened to you at this game? How how Nothing happened to me. I'm Nothing just saying, no, no, I'm, I'm saying, pumped like, up. I'm watching okay, superstardom yeah. unfold before my eyes. Yeah. So something did happen. You're watching superstardom. Don't say nothing happened. That's something serious, Dave. I've, I've witnessed it. I've gone through these exact same feelings and emotions, and it's a, it's a wonderful time. And I know what you guys are feeling. I know exactly where you're at in the timeline of being, like, the happiest baseball fan in the world. It's a good time, though. This is an exciting time for you guys. Right? It's it's I'm I've never been so happy to be a White Sox fan since 2005. It's crazy right now. Never forget. And today, today was like the pinnacle of it so far, and it's only going to get better. You know that reminds me. Let's break out into just our first random segment of the day, and that is um, drum roll, please. Do you remember the time day the White Sox won the 2005 World Series? Yes or no? I do. And that is. Do you remember the 2005 White Sox World Series champion segment with Barstool Carl at Redline Radio? By the time. 
By the way, this episode is sponsored by Modelo. It's sponsored by Grizzly Mint, and it is sponsored by who else, Dave? Uh, Mr. and Muse. And Southwest Airlines. All right, let's get back to the show. Dave, all right, next question. <laughs> this is a good one. This is from RQ, um, RMQ87. He's got a very terrible picture. He, he says, it's just, it's just bad. Like, it's like, why would you put this on this Twitter, guy. dude? Like, He's never so. going to ask another question. Well, it's again. okay, man. I mean, this one's not a very good question either. And you, we'll see what you think of this question, Ozzy. Ozzy, I want to hear you answer this question. Okay. Why do you talk about the White Sox? In general, us? That's what the, the question just says. Why do you talk about the White Sox? Question mark. I told you it's a bad question. We have a guy named the White Sox, Dave, on our podcast. That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. Dave, that, you want to take that? Like, the best answer you could have possibly given. Yeah. I mean... Were the, I mean, I, is he talked about on Reddit? I don't know. Radio, like, How would I answer this question? Yeah, I don't know what guy. that means. I'm going to just slap this guy for a second. Get the fuck out of here. Why do we talk about the White Sox? <laughs> we talk about the White Sox because they exist, dude. And they're they're great. White Sox fans will be. No, I'm saying just the White Sox oh, in general. Yeah. Who doesn't love the if, – if you can't embrace and love the White Sox community, the team, the fans, the players, I mean, it's just – it's a great – It's wholesome. Can you identify – Let's identify more neighborhood sports organizations. Like, who identifies more with, like, the community they serve, like the White Sox? The Packers, yes. Obviously. Honestly, you'd have to, like, go to, the like, the, the Mets, that's Premier a good one. Or some yeah, dude. There's, the White Sox are, a cult- they're like, culturally significant, in my opinion. That's why we talk about the White Sox. Also, Dave has more Twitter followers than me. <laughs> Next question. How bad will the White Sox rotation actually be? Question mark. Over, we have a Yabo alert, by the way, and um, just hold my dick for a second because it's Kyle Schwarber to dead center on a line drive. So I'm not getting too excited. I said earlier to start the show that I didn't want to see him roll over in the right field, and it's good to see he heeded my advice. He looks so good in those 32 32s. Okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, Dave, next question. How bad will the White Sox rotation actually be? Question mark. Over, under, number of games it takes Madden to realize Hayward can't be a regular. That's a bad question. Um, will Al Moore hit right? This is terrible. Just as let's let's go with the first question, Dave. Projections for the White Sox rotation that's led by none other than James Shields, opening day starter. James right. Shields. Okay, I was thinking about this today um, at the park because Miguel Gonzalez started today's game and he didn't make it out of the first inning. Miguel Gonzalez and James Shields are sacrificial lambs for the White Sox this year. Their job is what we've talked about time and time again on this podcast is to do what Edwin Jackson did in what 2014 or 15 or whatever with the Cubs. Yeah. They're in there to go out there and get their tits blown off their chest for five <laughs> or six innings was, every five days. It was, it was they he was uh they I love Edwin Jackson. I I feel like I needed Edwin Jackson jersey. That's how much I love him. Like I would wear <laughs> he was, his jersey. He was pitching the, the, the other day he gave up a bomb. <laughs> He's He's perfect to me. They signed him in the offseason going into 2013. They signed him in, in the winter of 2012, like November. And it was like right after Theo got hired. And they signed him to like a four-year $55 million. Hey, and he, I would go out dude, there and get And dude, 2013 was like, all reason. right, you know, maybe the team can be okay. He just went out and he, had like, he was like three and 17. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just they just waxed him again in fourteen. That poor guy, and he threw like I'm, I can't. He was the worst. He was by far the worst pitcher in baseball in back to back years. He was making like thirteen million dollars to do so, and 
in 2015, I remember they were like trying to figure out a role for him because they were paying him so much money. And then the team was like, yeah, pretty fucking good. Like, we should probably stop having this guy pitch. So that's my, that's, I can't help myself. Like, if we, bring up, so if we bring I it mean, up, I got to do it. Probably between those two pitchers alone, assuming they pitch a whole season and stay healthy, you're, you're going to get 180 innings a piece out of them and they're going to yeah. lose about 20. Five to thirty games between the two, may yeah, probably more actually. Yeah, but I mean, Kopech's going to be up. Uh, Giolito, you hope he progresses. Um, I hope Carson Fulmer is nowhere near the fucking rotation because he's not a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. And then Reynaldo Lopez, you hope he progresses. So I mean, focus on the good and not the bad. You want to see the guys that you know are going to be there for the long haul, like a Reynaldo Lopez and a Lucas Giolito and a Mike Kopech. You want to see them be good. And not worry about when the other guys suck because they're gonna suck. We already know that. That was well said, Ozzy. All right, so Eric underscore Silvola said, "Thanks, Eric. What should the Cubs do with their outfield situation? Schwarbs, Hap, Almora, Zobrist, and Jay Hay. Pretty crowded over there. Yeah, great question. Let's remove Zobrist from the conversation. Okay. I think he's just at that veteran stage in his career, and there's no way he's not coming off the bench. There's no way he's not like a pinch hitter. That's just like I, I cannot imagine factoring Ben Zobrist in the starting lineup. I'm sorry, Ben. Love you. I mean, he should get a you know his 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 time to fill. But is with respect to it, like factoring in the outfield decision, it's just that it's a non-starter for me right now. And um, Hayward, in my opinion, he's going to end up starting. They're paying him so much money. And it's just, it's inevitable. You know, he plays such great defense, and I know that's such a bullshit argument, but, like, when you watch him hit 083 or whatever he's hitting right now in spring training, he's such a bad hitter. There, I can't be nice about it. It, like, hurts there to isn't watch a him mean, hit. No, what I should say is there isn't a mean about it. Like, you couldn't be mean about right. describing how bad Jason Hayward is. Well, I can be mean for a second. It, like, hurts to but watch. But it's all fact-supported. <laughs> it does how, hurt. Like it does how, hurt. That's not mean. That's true. How much tension there is and how yeah. herky jerky it is. Yeah. And unna- yeah, that hurts to watch. It's it's uncomfortable knowing that he's a professional baseball player when you watch him hit. Well paid. It professional does baseball look player. like he did get pulled out of the Mike. Stands. Mike. He's making twenty eight million dollars this year, and then for the next like decade too. Now there's part of me that does respect that though, because he does suck, and that is a lot of money. You know, that's what I mean? a lot of money to be bad at your job. Yeah. Well. And so I'll give you a scenario. Yeah. Let's just say hypothetically it's September. They're fighting for a division spot with the Brewers. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but. Oh, good catch there because I was getting pissed. Is he still starting? No. I mean, if he is, then it's because he's pl- he's played his way into it or, you know, somebody's hurt. But You, you can't start him in that situation, no, right? I mean, assuming that he is as good as he is now or he isn't getting any better and history is, you know, some sort of indicator like he typically is, a class two identifier, I think maybe he sucks. He blows. I mean, he just stinks. You know, Fred is doing a great job of pushing this best nine, and the best nine got to play, and there's nothing I can do but just give credit to Fred and just pound that best nine drum with him and say he absolutely stinks right now. Ian Hamp's doing everything he can to to be the leadoff hitter. And earlier I said at, this, at the start, I think, in, in season – or no, in, in episode one, I was saying about how – El Morris should be the left hitter. I'm wrong. It's Hap. Hap looks so good. But what's probably going to end up happening is Schwarber's going to be the left fielder, obviously. Hayward's going to be the right fielder to start. And then they're probably going to platoon Hap and El Mora, and whichever one isn't playing is going to replace Schwarber as soon as they need to if they have a lead. They're, or is going to pinch hit for Hayward as soon as they need to. So I think those four are going to play in, in a lot of games. I mean, I think those four are going to pretty much – Schwarber should have over 600 plate appearances. 
But between Hap, Elmora, and Hayward, there should be enough to go around where they can get 400 between them, between the three of them. Dave, what do you think of that? I feel like that's a pretty solid pointed professional answer I just gave out there. I'm not a big J journalist. Yeah, no, that, that was good. That was good. They, I mean, that's a good and bad problem to have. I mean, obviously, and I, all right, well, I'll get to this later, but I mean, but that's a long game out there. Everybody knows that. Like you said, beat the best nine drum as much as you can, but I'm going to kind of shift gears a tick. What are they going to do when they're trying to when they're paying their right fielder potentially forty million dollars when they go after Bryce Harper next year? I mean, I think at that point, if you have an opportunity to get Bryce Harper, you just DFA Jason Hayward. Exactly, you're going to be paying forty million dollars or more, way more than that, actually, to someone to play right field. If Bryce Harper is on this Cubs team right now, Dave. All right. Yeah, Ozzy, what face was that? Yeah. That was a, I want to jump off this balcony face. Yeah. I'll kill myself. And, hey, Dave, as much as you hate the White Sox, I hate to admit it, I think Ozzy might, or as much as you hate the Cubs, I think Ozzy may hate the Cubs more than you. I'm just not as he, vocal about he it. He sneaky hates and, like, despises everything I mean, about it. it's unbelievable, Ozzy. I love it. Come clean. I love it. Come I will. Clean. I, I have. I'm just not as vocal as Dave. So, that said, Bryce Harper... Put Bryce Harper in this Cubs lineup right now. Put Bryce Harper on this Cubs team, Dave. Just do it. Just do it for me right now, and let me hear how that makes you feel. It, I mean, it, it gives me the fucking scaries every single night. I yeah. sit there in cold sweats. And you should. And that's why if they got to pay $40 million, then they pay $40 million. If, if they got to take out a life insurance policy on Jason Hayward and then pay somebody to fucking kill him, I don't care. <laughs> I honestly... Hypothetically... I'm not trying to get credentialed in the locker room. Not that, we know, in there. not that we hey, know a guy. Not that we know a guy. I got to right cut now. you off there. That was the funniest thing you've ever said in the history of Redline Radio. I'm not even kidding. I'm fucking tears after that. Well, perfect. And I hope they call me for the life insurance policy, which you get tired. <laughs> to remind you guys, if you have needs, hit your boy up. Hit up Carl. So that's my opinion. I think there's nothing new. The, the, here's the saving grace, though. As long as, as Bryant and Rizzo and Baez and those guys and Contreras and Russell, I mean, between those five, there's three all-stars. I mean, you know Rizzo and Bryant are going to be. Not you know, Russell. I mean, I mean, not necessarily, but he definitely has the talent to do it. If he did, you wouldn't be surprised. If he came out and hit 300 and hit 25 dingers, let's say hit like a 5.5 war or something, yeah, it'd be a great year, obviously. I wouldn't be surprised, though. I think we're kind of waiting for it. If he had 300, I'd be surprised, but that's another argument for another day. That is another argument. You're right. I, I'm overstepping my bounds there. That's me getting excited. See, you're pulling me back in a little bit. I like this. Two, maybe 275. High slugging percentage. Great defense. I can live with that. Yeah, but then obviously then we have bias. And, and, and his, right. you know, I mean, it's like, and I'll just sit here and watch the game, though. Here's a great opportunity because they're, all those guys are sitting. Just drop my phone. All those guys are sitting. No case. All those guys are sitting at night. So Ryan Court, big fan of the show, Sleepy Hollow guy. Did you know that he went to Illinois State? Great hair. Who doesn't love this guy playing second base tonight? He looks great. He hit a fucking double the other night to win the game. Dave. I mean, I already touched on it once on my end today. The Cubs have great depth, and it's a good problem to have. And I still think they're going to trade one of the guys, one of your guys, man. I wouldn't be surprised if Schwarber, Hap, Almora, or even Baez is playing somewhere else come July. I'm not kidding. All right, this is a good question, Dave. In lieu of uh, the protests in Boston to change the name of Yawkey Way, I didn't know that. 
See, this is like, how would I know that? What, what a bold assumption in asking this question. They will change it, by the way. In lieu of the protest, how about, did you know that people are protesting about this? <laughs> to change the name of Yaki Bay. Should one of the streets surrounding Wrigley or the G-Rate, like, it's G-Spot, again. Do we have to do this every fucking time? It's G-Spot. What the hell is wrong with our Who's listeners? Who's asking Sometimes. these questions? I'm not going to identify this guy because I've been a little rough on him, but... Should one of the streets surrounding Wrigley and or G-Rate be changed to Reinsdorf Road, Ricketts Boulevard, etc.? Reinsdorf Road kills me, Dave. I'll just be blunt and say no. Fuck no. If you had to pick, what would it be? Don't say Hawk. Yeah, well, you're, that's where Ozzy and I <laughs> differ on our fandom. I love Hawk Harrelson. I would, that's what I was going to say. I'd say Hawk Harrelson. Ozzy, let's get on the table, pal. You don't, like the, you don't like the Cubs? You don't like Hawk? What is it, man? I'd go Frank Thomas. I think that's pretty neutral. Yeah, that's. I, I think everybody would agree that the Big Hurt Way or something would be the yeah, perfect street name. Something like <laughs> the that. The Big Hurt Way. <laughs> I actually like that. That's that perfect. It's actually yeah. pretty good, Dave. It's got a ring to it. What about Ron Karkovice? Is he? Is he? Can we even at least throw his name in the conversation? I have his batting gloves framed. He is the ugliest guy to ever play professional sports. No offense, because <laughs> I'm ugly too. Um, yeah, no offense. All right, so one guy. <laughs> this is a. This is a question. You just want to remind us. Bob Nutting, the owner of the Pirates, a guy we don't like. His mom's name is Snooky. I'm gonna let you chew on that one, Dave. Snooky Nutting. <laughs> That's like if a low rent porn actress's name, like Snooky Nutting, like she takes loads in Bukaki's. Oh show. my god, dude! For our listeners at home, Dave is just kidding. Japanese really not, anime though. stuff going on here. If you told okay. me, like, if you asked me what Snooky Nutting's profession was, first thing that would pop into my head was, like, a the, one of the thumbnails on Pornhub. I'm pretty sure this lady's dead, and if she isn't, she's, like, well into her 90s. So show some respect, Dave, okay? This woman rationed during World War II. What the fuck were you doing? All right, moving on. We have, uh, we have a couple segments I want to get to. Thank you for submitting the question, guys, and uh, sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings. That was just fun. Um, we have a couple segments that I want to get to, Dave, and uh, we're going to lead off with uh, with meat of the week. And I said it earlier. I said we were going to talk about Trevor Bauer, and he got his absolute shit kicked in tonight by the Chicago Cubs. Now, Dave, before we get into the performance, and when we talk about meat of the week, one thing I really like to talk about is just how much I love hating on this player. And I don't think there's a player that I enjoy disliking as much as I enjoy disliking Trevor Bauer that motherfucker. Ozzy, how would you describe him? He thinks that he's the smartest guy in the room in every single room he ever walked into. Like, if you're a drone guy, you're automatically weird to me. And he's a drone guy. Like, he flies around drones and shit. If you're an aviation enthusiast, I mean, I think that's like, if that's in your bag of tricks and you can afford it, you know, and you need to buy an insurance policy on it. So the thing that I would say about Trevor Bauer would be he's, um, he's, he's such a bitch, man. Like, I don't want to complicate it and, and get into his antics and stuff. He's just a bitch. And he's a know-it-all. And I, he's just so unlikable. The way he just struts around the mound. and Remember he got into it with uh, Avi in some random game in, like, May? For probably nothing. It's like, dude, the White Sox are in last place. Yeah, right. This game he's a nothing. fucking weirdo, man. He's yeah. just wired differently. Like, I don't get how he works. I mean, he's that's the reason he's bounced around from team to team is because, like, he's such a, like, a stressful being in the clubhouse. Yeah. And he's a, yeah, he's a whack job and he's a bitch. 
it drives me up the wall. So he got his shit kicked in tonight. It was awesome to watch Albert Elmora hit a ball, like I said, into the fucking stratosphere off this guy. He's all over the place. He's one of these guys in the offseason who's doing all that video work and, like, yeah, all that. You know what I'm talking Like, all that, like, yeah, shit. watch me, th- you know, play long, which it's like CrossFit. They do it, and I respect it. But if you got to shove it down my throat every time I fucking log onto the internet, and it's all these guys, like, running into the net and crow hopping and throwing it as hard as I can, it's just crazy. You- Kind of like how I talk about how I completed uh, the Chicago Marathon nonstop. Oh, you did that? I did do that, yeah. In oh. Five minutes, 25 seconds, 30, or 25, five hours, 25 minutes, 36 seconds. Didn't know it. Yeah. No clue, Dave. Well, I did. All right, next segment, Dave. This segment is brought to you by Rick Hahn, your very good friend. My, my great friend, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the U.S. Cellular call to the pen. The bullpen carts are back, Dave. Wait, is this true? This is true. Yep. Arizona. This Arizona, is true. baby. The Diamondbacks are bringing it back, Dave. Yeah, I love it. That I mean, and, and the, <laughs> let me stop you there. Let me the stop you there. Let's just put possible. your job application in with the White Sox. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> Let's just figure out how we get White Sox, Dave. I'll oh deal with God. the bullpen cart. It'll be sponsored by Bud Light. And, like, every time you have to take – a pitcher from the bullpen out to the mound. You got to chug a Bud Light. That would be fucking great. I mean, that would put asses in seats. So I don't know why the White Sox aren't like calling me as we speak, trying to set something up like this. Seriously, who do we talk to? We have some great. Idea. I don't even want to pretend like we could bring these to the Cubs because they're so far along in their right. own, a build their own fucking Disney World up there on the north <laughs> side. That like there, but there is opportunity on the south side to make a difference. And we culturally have some great ideas. Can we just recap them real quick? A, we have you're doing White Sox Dave at the park every summer. You're selling more tickets than anybody else in the ticket sales offices. No offense to any of those hardworking professionals. We know you're moving more product on an hour-by-hour basis, Dave. <clears throat> if we charted it out, it would put their ticket sales reps to shame. Okay, we know it would. That. Like, if they put you on the phone for a day, do you know what type of damage you'd be able to do with season ticket holders? This is White Sox fucking Dave. <laughs> How many fucking games? We got dogs, lights. What else we got? I'll take you to the horseshoe. We got speed pitch. <laughs> we got I'll speed pitch. The speed pitch. I guarantee I'm driving the bullpen car on the way home. Oh shit! God, I don't. I don't even know where I was going with that. But they got the, the changes cards. we want. Oh yeah, we got so the changes. Bullpen cart, Dave. Home then, run songs. Yeah, the home run song. What else, Dave? What other changes would you implement at at the G spot while we're there? While we're down there. Um, I would obviously continue beer sales the entire length of the game, and you get to stay after for like a happy hour for three hours after the game. I like that. That's like a you mean so they need to expand their liquor license? Like isn't I mean, isn't that like a then rule? They should like, get working on a, that. I think that's like a major league rule. I don't think so. You can, home stadium, you can bro. do that at minor league games. You can drink. It's like like affiliated baseball minor league games. You can drink yeah, but all through the minor, Major League Baseball keeps its distance from minor league baseball so much, dude. You know that. They have no affiliation whatsoever. Other than those, they get to buy the contracts, those guys. That's a big shame. That's, a, that's an illusion. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll spend some time on that later. But for now, Dave, give me one more change. Okay. I would have all of the White Sox Pride Girls in bikinis all throughout the year, even when it's 30 degrees in April. A gentleman and a scholar. That's a great idea. I would just find a way to feature you more. 
and to just bring fans in more from the community. Like, um, yeah, fuck Southpaw, that mascot. Yeah, like, what is yeah, that weirdo? Wait, so, like, you should be a mask. Like, they should give you your own jersey, not a uniform, an unbuttoned, like, Joe Creed yeah. jersey. Yeah, like your own cargo shorts, backwards hat. I got it. Like, backwards hat, Ray Bans, yeah. aviators. This is a uniform. They just they should just White Sox debut you and and then just unleash you on on the box seats, put you on the dugout. You're you're like trying to make them out to be like some minor league team that's like doing all these weirdo promotions like uh like Ninja Turtles on the uniforms night and shit like that. I mean this is a professional organization. No, they sure as hell ain't acting like it, Dave. Okay. I, I would sing the national anthem at the cell. I would do that tomorrow if they let me. That's a see that's a that's a great Headline grab right there. White Sox Dave sings national anthem for White Sox. That would sell a thousand tickets on its own. That really would. Oh, easily. And I would want uh, you guys there to be like w- right there with me. How about a G spot night? <laughs> I want you to elaborate on what. Well, let's on say just what take, I think you're well all I have is a name right now. So but we'll just, start just go from though, there. Yeah. Right? Like that's <laughs> a beauty of brainstorming. Great starting point. Yeah, I'll just, I mean, we'll just start there. Hard, <laughs> some kind of scavenger hunt. Yeah, fine. A scavenger hunt. Ozzy <laughs> is very intellectual. Um, no, yeah, obviously you could have very aggressive hardcore pornography playing in, in between. <laughs> We're getting off the rails. I'm not, here. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> the, the, our jumbo that our yeah. that dickhead Trevor Bauer flew a drone into last year. Trevor Bauer is such a bitch, man. I cannot. Don't bring him up. He's. What 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 what's like his nickname? Does he have one? Uh, Good power outage or something. Yeah, right. I thought that was oh, what it was. It's awful. That sucks. All right, yeah, so he's, he's but seriously weird. though, here's here's a very good change I'd make for the White Sox. How about this? If if you could, and this would take some this would take some technology. So if you're an app guy, if you're an app guy, let's talk. Somehow, if they could capture like your address on your state ID. To understand that, like, this person actually does live on the technically south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. like, half price off or something. I like that. So it's just like Southsiders night. Right. That's a, yeah. That's, I mean, they do kind of do that. No, nah, but mean, make it really kind of clear. Just, they have, like, Polish heritage night. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm talking north versus south. There's nothing Southsiders love more than hating the north side. We need a job with these guys. It's like seriously. I, put me in a room. Yeah. Put me just. I don't need a window in the conference room. I don't even need a computer. Just, I just give need me Ozzy and Whiteside Dave. That's yeah. all I need. Oh, and and a yellow pad. They're always a couple good, yeah. beers, couple, <laughs> couple cans of dip, couple. No, here, breaks. here. I got a good one. I got a good one. Go ahead, Dave. Okay, so there's a lot of dickhead Cubs fans that like to wear. You know, I don't like, like the way you're Brian saying Anthony that. Anthony Rizzo like jerseys, that. two Sox games. We have a night where we round up all the. All those people that fucking do that in the stadiums or at the G spot, and you round them up and you bring them down to like the bullpen sports bar, and you get to mercilessly beat them with like a sack of soaps or something. Okay, like a potato sack full of soaps. I like that, like Like large scale organized violence against like a non discriminatory group of people. You know who else did that? Who? Moving on. Okay, so Ozzy has a couple over unders. Those are segments, by the way. That's a great way to end the segment. All right, Ozzy's got some over-unders for us, Dave, um, on obscure categories in baseball throughout the year. I don't know about these. You don't know about these, but Ozzy, I'm going to give it over to you. All right, we'll fire through them real quick. Michael Kopech, over-under, 10.5 major league starts. Well over, 22. Under. I agree. 
under because they're gonna because what's gonna happen is they're gonna dick around. There's gonna be a little injury bump back risk then. Yeah, he's gonna skip a start or two. Right. He's not gonna make every start at Triple A. Right. So he's gonna be like right on time. Then they might bring him up. And you're assuming that like a the team's gonna be good enough for long enough where they're gonna want him to start a lot. What I think they're gonna do is they're gonna let him like get up there, pass that point. They're gonna let him start. They're gonna see what he has in the big leagues, and then they're gonna be like, "Oops, you're at eleven starts or ten starts or what did I say? Ten and a half? Yeah, ten starts. He's at whatever it is, fifty-five, sixty innings in the big leagues. Shut it down. That's a good year, and then they're gonna fake some. Hell, he's shit. gonna be up by May though. Yeah, but they're gonna stink, Dave, and then they're gonna be like, "What the fuck? Are we gonna start this guy?" It's the same thing they did with Rodon last year. Rodon was hurt though. Yeah, I'm sure he was. I'm sure his shoulder was blown out, and they weren't looking at this being like, well, you know what? I would be surprised if they lied. Go. All right, next one. Ben Zobrist, over under 100 games played. Oh, I'm going to say over. I'm going to say over 100 games played. He's the first bat off the bench. For reference, he appeared in 128 last year. Yeah, over. Over. Because because he's going to come off the – well, he's he's not starting at all. That's That's the thing, though. I'm gonna say mm, this is much closer than I thought now. Because I'm thinking last year, it's like he didn't. It didn't strike me as he was like playing that much. I know he didn't. He he started. I'm sure he started more games than you think. I know. It's just bias. Just really right. took charge and took control of like his. Yeah. What so we can do next one. Yeah. Bias over under 25 and a half home runs. Wow. He had 23 last year. Wow. See, you're, that's good. Over. Over. I mean, he's gonna be. He's. He's oh, ca- man. he's carrying he's carrying the the swagger and the experience. He this is a guy who gets better over time. I'm not saying he's going to get really good and be good for a long time, but I think at this point is he's still he's still trending up. I'm saying I'm saying under it'll be really close though. Not Devil's advocate, he did he, he did get really hot when he when they let him start short. Yeah, he's feeling that. He was like, feeling he that short stuff. Yeah, no one wanted Russell back, right? Yeah, right, I know. Yeah. So there's a there's a little ooh. I still go. Ooh, over. I like that one. That's that is a good, a good one. one. Yeah, Twenty three and a half. Okay, that, that is yeah. Keep an eye. So we'll get a little more obscure with this next one. Mm-hmm. Yoan Moncada, over under OPS seven eighty. Dave, remind our listeners what a good OPS is. Uh, seven eighty is like a tick above average. Eight hundred is good. Seven fifty is like a you know a league average, maybe yep. a little better, like a slight. I don't know. I'd say 750 is acceptable. 800 is good. 850 is really good. 900 plus is like all star level. Right. Correct, Amundo. So over or under 780. I'm saying over because he walks so much. Carl, um, and and he, his wheels are just. I mean, he's going to hit a lot of doubles. I'm going to say he's going to hit about 20 dingers this year. That's what's going to put I'm it over the over. edge. I'm just going to say I think it's the, he is going to hit. He is going to hit jacks, and that's what's going to move it. That's probably what's going to move the needle. But my thing with Mankata is I think he's going to be awesome to start the year. I, I think he's going to look great. Maybe maybe struggle a little bit in Chicago in April, obviously. For yeah, obvious for reasons. Sure. I mean, just for like, sure. yeah. you know, Cuban guys just in, in Latin players in general just don't play. And did I did I screw that up? Can I confuse – can I say Cuban and Latin players in general? I don't I don't know how that That's works. Fine. That's fine. Just let's just no, say like fine. international players in the Major League Baseball. That's fine. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Don't do well in winter. Or not winter in cold weather. There's American players who don't do well in cold right. weather. It's just yeah. like it's hard. A lot of people don't. It right. just sucks. It's awful. Okay, so you don't run enough to like be. I'm just sensitive, limber. man. It's that time. It's, I'm just <laughs> sensitive about this stuff. So I want to make sure I'm getting this right. Right. Okay, so 
That's why. But here's the thing, though. The what he's gonna be good to start the year, but when the White Sox start to really suck, when they really suck, like that's when you're gonna see these guys kind of like fade out. You know, when it's like the pitching goes out, it's gonna be the pitching too. It's like the pitching goes out that you lose eight to four. That's how you get really. You lose nine to five. You're gonna. They're gonna see a lot of these games, and this is like, ah, oh, shit. And then that's I how the performance. I don't disagree sticks. with you, but even when he's struggling making contact and you know putting good wood on the bat and hitting gaps and hitting bombs, his eye will still be drawing walks. Yeah. So that's my that's my argument for him going over that seven eighty. I'm gonna touchdown. join you guys over. I'm gonna join you guys over. Cool. All right, next one, John Lester, ERA over under three and a half. He's coming off. Career worst four point three three. I'm gonna say under because I know that I know that in 2016 it was two four, and I know in 2015 it was like it was like three three, something like that. Yeah. So, you know, last year and he was so good to start the year last year. He was I think he just kind of fell apart a little bit in the second half and, and had a stretch of bad starts. I think Darvish kind of takes a lot of load off him. There was a point in time last year when when they didn't have a fifth starter and it was Imani. Like who the fuck? Who was it? I don't even know. They switched. It was like right. Montgomery, and then they called somebody up, and then it's just yeah. like yeah, it was just a cluster. And then you know they traded for Quintana, Lackey stunk. There just wasn't a lot of continuity there, and I thought that the players there was so much regression for the, And this stuff matters. There's regression yeah. from the position players. It just impacts everything. It's all contagious, right? So in my opinion, I think what you're going to see is a, is a, a fantastic 2018 Cubs team, and it's going to be led by. Lester and the pitching staff, and I think he's going to have it under three and a half ERA. Dave? Under. I'm going to go with Thunder. Um, I mean, I don't think his his ERA last year was inflated more for a lack of command. It wasn't necessarily because there was a drop in his fastball below or anything. So, uh, new season, I mean, I'm assuming his command will be back. His command historically has always been great. He pounds that cutter in on righties mm-hmm. and, you know, works all four quadrants, all that good shit. So, I'm going to say under. It'll be It'll be – Three, three ish, three, two, three, three. Yeah, cool. All right, so next one Jason Hayward played appearances. He was at 481 last year. This yeah. year, over under 430. Under. Wait, is this before or after that a hitman yeah, kills you? Take it easy. Dude. All right, take it easy. We're just, we were just spitballing there. I wasn't, that wasn't like a hard, fast, you know. No, no I thought it was hilarious, but I don't right. have a soul at the same time. Over under 430. Under. Hard. Hard under. Dave? Very hard under. I want to say over, but there's no way they can keep that shit up. There's no way the defensive replacement. I hope he sees fucking 600 plate appearances is just because of the contract. Kiss my ass, David. All right, we'll do the last one, and we'll keep a basic over under 68 and a half wins for the White Sox. That's what Vegas has it as. That is the easiest over ever. I tell everybody to hammer that bet. They won 68 games last year and had dog shit all over the field. They're, They're only getting better right now. They didn't have dog shit all over the field. Andy Garcia played in the best year of his life. What are you talking about? Anthony Swarzak. Dude, Dave Robertson. You guys had had some good players last year, man. You guys stink. You have no pitching. None. The bullpen's going to be sneaky decent. Dude, sneaky decent is is a fraction of what it was last year. I, that that came out of fucking nowhere, and they were gone. Had I mean, they won twenty five games in fucking September last year. They won their last fifty games. They won twenty five and twenty five. That's what the stat is. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that. I mean, that, that that team was. This team will blow last year's team out of the water. I. That's a personal White Sox Dave guarantee. 
from Redline from me to Redline Radio listeners. Just like my guarantee last year that the Cubs would win 130 games or whatever I said. 